Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends. Post this on social media and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now. And a quick reminder, please subscribe to our Evangelism on Fire over on Apple Podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most. And spread the message of Evangelism on Fire forward. The youth today represent the future of our country. Many of them are putting their hope in everything other than God. They are being deceived. Grandparents aren't taking their grandkids to church like they did in the past. The church has been dwindling, which means the younger generation is not hearing about God and his word nearly as much as they used to. That's why it is so important for us to get in front of them and make sure that worldly desire is not leading them astray. We want to let them know that there is hope for them through a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. In order to do this and to make an impact, we need your help. We need you to join us on this mission of being an inspiration for the younger generation. To do this, become a partner at Evangelism on Fire Ministry. Being a partner means making a commitment to give whatever you can to help us on our mission. We can't do this without you. We can't do this without the support of God's kingdom. Let's reach the world with the most important message that exists, the gospel message. Join us for the plans we have for ministry in 2023 by becoming an Evangelism on Fire Ministry partner by going to today's show notes and clicking on the giving link to become a monthly partner by setting up a monthly donation or go to our website evangelismonfire.com Click on the donate button to give a monthly reoccurring donation or a one-time gift. Thank you for joining us to give hope to the world. Evangelism on Fire Nation. This is your host, Mark Thomas. Welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is episode 140. I shared the gospel with a Muslim. Listen all the way through today's episode. It's pretty amazing of my experience of not only sharing the gospel with a Muslim, but leading a Muslim to faith in Jesus Christ. Stay tuned and make sure you listen all the way through. Today's quote is from D.L. Moody, and this is what he once said. All the churches in the world can't save a soul. It is not to have faith in this church or that church, this doctrine or that doctrine, this man or that man, but it is to have faith in the man Christ Jesus at the right hand of God. That is the only faith that will ever save a soul. I've got two scriptures for you today. One of those scriptures is John 14, 27. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled 
or be afraid. And you know that's the word of Jesus. My second scripture for today is John 14, 6. And this is Jesus again. This is his own words. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Evangelism on Fire Nation. Man, I've got an amazing God story. Such an amazing God encounter that God gave me the opportunity to have. Let me just start off by saying this. God is simply amazing. How the Spirit of God leads never ceases to amaze me. So check, 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 check this story out, right? I had some bathroom renovations going on in my home. So you know what? I couldn't work from my home office. So I decided to drive to my local Starbucks, my normal location where I go and work from sometimes to work from that day. So I'm driving. Picture this with me. Imagine you being in the car with me. All right, I'm driving. We're driving to my local Starbucks location to do some work there and have some delicious caffeine. Do you know what I'm talking about? And to do some work. I pass by a Dunkin' that I go by at least once or twice a day. I have never been to this Dunkin' location, okay? Never have been there. I drive past there once, maybe twice a day, every day of the week. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, here's where things get interesting. The moment I passed by Duncan, I felt led to do a U-turn and work from there. Now, keep in mind, I have never been to that Duncan before, and I drive by it daily. So, what do I do? I immediately make a U-turn because I sense that could be the leading of the Holy Spirit taking me there. So, I made a decision, a split decision in that moment, and I went to Duncan. So, I walk in, and I met a young woman named Blount. She's 34 years old. She immediately looks at my evangelism on fire t-shirt that I'm rocking that day. And she asked me, hey, what is your podcast all about? So I share with her what evangelism on fire podcast is all about. And I asked her, hey, have you ever met Jesus? So check this out. She said that her mom is Christian and her dad is Muslim. So she didn't know what to think about Christianity. She didn't really understand what it meant to be Muslim. So I asked her, hey, can I can I grab a seat with you at your table? And can we talk about what biblical Christianity is? Can we talk about what it means to be a Muslim? She said, sure, because you know what? She worked at that Dunkin' and she got off of work. She was off of work and she was waiting on her ride. So she had time. So she said, yeah, let's talk about this. There's some questions I have. Maybe you can answer them. So I sat with her for about 15 minutes and I shared with her what Muslims believe about Jesus and what Christians believe about Jesus. I showed her in the best-selling book of all time, the Bible, where Jesus said he is the only way to the Father. She asked some amazing questions. I answered them. I pointed her to some scriptures that answered the questions that she had about God, about Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. 
Man, she, again, she had some amazing questions. I explained the gospel message with her. She believed, and listen to this evangelism on Fire Nation. You want to talk about an honor and a privilege? She believed the gospel message, and she allowed me right there in the middle of Duncan to lead her to Jesus as her savior and leader. Does it get any cooler than that? No, it does not. And listen to this. After she said the prayer, she became energized, full of life. She became radiant. And she immediately told me that after saying the prayer that she can feel a new power in her body. It was such an amazing experience. One of the greatest experiences that I've ever had in my entire life of sharing the gospel message with someone. Man, we rejoiced together in the middle of Duncan. It was absolutely awesome. So today, I want to share with you the same thing that I shared with Blount about what it means to be a Christ follower and what it means to be a Muslim. That's the inspiration of today's episode. Again, the title of today's episode, episode 140, is I shared the gospel with a Muslim. As we get started today, hey, I want to start off with this. The word Islam means submission to the will of God. Followers of Islam are called Muslims. Muslims are monotheistic and they worship one all-knowing God, who in Arabic is known as Allah. Followers of Islam aim to live a life of complete submission to Allah. So you may be asking yourself, is there a difference between Islam and Muslim? What do the words Islam and Muslim mean? The word Islam literally means submission in Arabic, referring to submission to God. Muslim, one who practices Islam, refers to one who submits to God. So let's talk about Islam. Who is the key person or founder? The date it was founded and the location it was founded. Muhammad 570 to 632 is the final seal of many prophets sent by Allah. The Islamic calendar began in AD 622 when Muhammad fled Mecca. The main sects are Sunni and Shiite. What are the key writings of Islam? The Quran. The Quran was revealed to Muhammad by the angel Gabriel. The biblical law of Moses, Psalms of David, and the gospel of Jesus, the Injil, are accepted in the Quran, but Muslim scholars teach that Jews and Christians have corrupted these original revelations. Hey, truth bomb right here. This is what they believe in. This is not the truth. We know that Jesus is the way, the only way to the Father, and no man can come to the Father but through Him. I'm just giving you the facts of their key writings and other facts of what they believe in the Islam faith, you know, what Muslims believe. What do Muslims believe about who is God? God, Allah, is one. The greatest sin is Islam is shirk or associating anything with God. Many Muslims think that Christians believe in three gods and are therefore guilty of shirk. Human attributes such as fatherhood cannot be associated with God. What do Muslims believe about who is Jesus? Jesus, Isa in Arabic, is one of the most respected of over 124,000 prophets sent 
by Allah. They believe that Jesus was sinless, born of a virgin, and a great miracle worker, but they do not believe Jesus to be the Son of God. They believe that his virgin birth is like Adam's creation. They believe that Jesus is not God and God is not Jesus. They believe that he was not crucified. Jesus, not Muhammad, will return for a special role before the future judgment day, perhaps turning Christians to Islam. Again, don't hate the messenger. I'm just giving you the facts of what the Islam world religion believes. What do Muslims believe about who is the Holy Spirit? They believe that Allah has or is a spirit. Muslims reject the biblical concept of the Trinity. How to be saved. This is what they believe. Humans are basically good, but fallible and need guidance. The balance between good and bad deeds determines eternal destiny in paradise or hell. They believe that Allah's mercy may tip the balances to heaven as his will is supreme. What do Muslims believe? What happens after death? They believe in resurrection of bodies. They believe in fear of eternal torment is a prevalent theme of the Quran. Paradise includes a garden populated with huris, which are maidens designed by Allah to provide sexual pleasure to righteous men. Here's some other facts, beliefs, and practices of Islam. Followers are called Muslims. They go to mosque for prayers, sermons, and counsel. Holy efforts to spread Islam, jihad, five pillars of Islam, confess that Allah is the one true God and Muhammad is his prophet, pray five times daily facing Mecca, give alms, money, and they fast during the month of Ramadan. And they believe that they should make a pilgrimage to Mecca once in a lifetime. So these are some of the beliefs about Islam that Blount did not know. And keep in mind that her father is a Muslim and her mother is a Christian, a Christ follower. So I shared with Blount, hey, it's so important to know what Muslims believe about who God is, about who Jesus is, about who the Holy Spirit is, and compare that to biblical Christianity, the faith that your mother proclaims. And I asked her, I said, hey, I'm going to share with you biblical Christianity. I'll share with you from the best-selling book of all time, some scriptures, and let's compare these two faiths. And you just tell me which one you believe is more credible. So the same conversation that I shared with Blount about biblical Christianity is the same foundational belief that you as a Christ follower listen if you claim to be a Christian man you've got to know these foundational truths that I'm going to share with you today so this leads us right to our challenge time of the day you know what evangelism on fire you know that in almost every episode we have a challenge time man I've got to challenge you I've got to challenge me to get to the next level of our walk with Jesus. And without a challenge, we'll remain stagnant. So here's our challenge time. Today, this is what you need to do. You need to examine yourself to see how familiar you are with biblical Christianity. In other words, what do you believe in your pursuit of following Jesus? Do you know the person or who the founder is? Do you know the date and location Christianity was founded? Do you know the key writings? 
Who is God? Who is Jesus? Who is the Holy Spirit? Do you know how a person gets saved? Do you know how to be saved, in other words? Can you explain to someone or do you have a full understanding of what happens after death? And do you have a knowledge of other facts, beliefs, or practices that you should be familiar with as a Christ follower? Well, here you go. Here's the basic foundational beliefs of biblical Christianity. When you know this, you'll be rooted and grounded and you'll have a full assurance of your faith as you follow Christ. So here we go. Who is the key person or founder? What is the date and location of Christianity? Jesus Christ founded Christianity about AD 30, AD 33, somewhere in that time period in the Judean province of Palestine, known as Israel today, under the Roman Empire. Followers of Jesus Christ became known as Christians. What are the key writings of biblical Christianity? The best-selling book of all time, God's Word, the Bible, was written originally in Hebrew and Aramaic, Old Testament and Greek, New Testament. Who do we believe is God? The one God is triune. In other words, one God in three persons, not three gods. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Keep in mind, in biblical Christianity, often the title God designates the first person, God the Father. God is a spiritual being without a physical body. He is personal and involved with people. He created the universe out of nothing. He is eternal, changeless, holy, loving, and he is perfect. Who do we believe is Jesus in biblical Christianity? Jesus is God, the second person of the Trinity. As God the Son, he has always existed and was never created. We believe that he is fully God and fully man. The two natures join, not mixed. As the second person of the Trinity, he is co-equal with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. In becoming man, he was begotten through the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Truth bomb, this is what we believe in biblical Christianity. Jesus is the only way to the Father, salvation, and he is the only way to eternal life. He died on a cross according to God's plan as full sacrifice and payment for our sins. We believe he rose from the dead on the third day spiritually and he is physically immortal. For the next 40 days, he was seen by more, listen to this, by more than 500 eyewitnesses. His wounds were touched and he ate meals. He physically ascended to heaven. Jesus will come again visibly and physically at the end of the world to establish God's kingdom and to judge the world. Who do we believe that the Holy Spirit is in biblical Christianity? The Holy Spirit is God, the third person of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's not a force or energy field. The Holy Spirit comforts, grieves, reproves, convicts, guides. He teaches and he fills Christians. The Holy Spirit is not the Father, nor is he the Son, Jesus Christ. And what do we believe in biblical Christianity about how to be saved? Salvation is by God's grace, not by an individual's good works. Salvation must be received by faith 
and faith in Christ alone. People must believe in their hearts that Jesus died for their sins and that he physically rose again, which is the assurance of forgiveness and resurrection of the body. This is God's loving plan to forgive sinful people. And this is what we believe what happens after death in biblical Christianity. We believe that all believers go to be with Jesus. After death, all people await the final judgment. Both saved and lost people will be resurrected. Those who are saved will live with Jesus in heaven. Those who are lost will suffer the torment of eternal separation from God, which is known as hell. Jesus' bodily resurrection guarantees believers that they too will be resurrected and receive new immortal bodies. Evangelism on Fire Nation. Listen, here's some other facts, some other beliefs, and some other practices about biblical Christianity that we have always got to keep in the forefront of our mind. We believe in group worship, usually in churches, but group worship can take place anywhere. It can take place in your home. It can take place in a public place. It can take place anywhere where two or more believers are gathered together. You know the deal. Jesus said where two or more are gathered, he is in the midst. So group worship can take place anywhere. We do not believe in secret rites. We celebrate water baptism and the Lord's Supper, otherwise known as communion. We believe to actively volunteer in missional efforts. We believe that we should aid to those in need, the poor, widows, orphans, and the downtrodden. Jesus said that we would be known as his people, his children, for the love that we have for one another. And always keep this in mind that Christians believe that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah promised to Israel in the Old Testament to knock. And always remember that Jesus said his followers, and I just mentioned this a moment ago, but it's so good that I've got to mention it again. Jesus said his followers, his children would be known by their love for one another. Evangelism on Fire Nation. Hey, thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope that I've given you some insight of what it means to be a Muslim. And I hope that I've given you more insight of what it means to be a follower of Christ. Join me next Tuesday for episode 141. We're going to be taking a look at another world religion I'm not going to tell you what it is. Hey, you've got to tune in to see what world religion I'll be focusing on. See you next Tuesday here on the pod episode. God bless you and have the best week of your life. Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time and thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback evangelism on fire nation so share a review on apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most and if no one has told you lately god loves you i love you you matter and you have divine purpose now it's time to go out there and share the boom the gospel message with others make sure to join me for our next episode